cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome back. No, not at all. I'm just easing into. <laughs> well, all right, I'll take that as my. I'm cue. easing back in. Um, I've only drunk like a third of my beer. You're on oh, New Year, New Year, New Year, <laughs> New Year, no beer. No, no. we'll never have no beer. We no. run a bloody podcast with beer drinking. I know. It's just like we've prescribed ourselves to be alcohol drinkers. It's like <laughs> I can't do dry January. Yeah. What do you even mean? I've got a professional commitment. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. And um, even though it's not really about beer, we do drink beer every episode. And it's a promise. It's in the title. We have to do it. Exactly. So. And with that, should I do a welcome back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome back to another year, another week, another day. Well, it's actually our second podcast <laughs> the, yeah. for the year. But, but in recording, <laughs> shatter the uh, shatter the illusion right there. <laughs> What do you mean? We've just been sitting here waiting to record another episode throughout the entire festive season. Yep. Um, but no, we are, we are back. We are yeah. pumped. As you, well, who knows if we're going to cut that bit out at the beginning, but we are not uh, changing our <laughs> drinking behaviour this year. No. Nope. And we are still watching Battlestar Galactica. Absolutely. No dry January for us. No. Nope. Um, that's just for you, our fans. Um, really. Yeah, that's really, it's, it's a selfless act yeah. that we drink beer. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of fans... Um, Shout out to Anna, who has shouted us a beer this episode. Thanks, Anna. Yeah, thank you. We'll do a cheers. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, no. That's the episode where Lisa spills her water. This is why we can't have nice things. I'll keep going. Okay. (laughs) We just... (laughs) We're like, yay, let's cheers a beer. We've now just spilled water. This is Anna. This is your fault. Um, And so maybe her call sign needs to be... This is your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Call sign could be Anna Whoops. I'm sure we can come up with something creative. Um, and what are we drinking? We are drinking a local beer from Glen Iris called Quiet Deeds. Very local. From Deeds Brewing. It's super local. It's like a suburb <laughs> it's like over. like five minute drive. Well, yeah. 15 minute drive. Well, but still close. pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Um, so it's a juice train from Deeds Brewing, Quiet Deeds, because there are a lot of quiet shady deeds in this episode i feel like if you say quiet deeds you have to raise your eyebrows like you just did like quiet deeds you can't (laughs) there's no other way to say it are you filming oh come on you're just happy that someone else spilled something yeah he's so vindicated from um from last year i've now (laughs) memorable time just so everybody knows i have now moved my drinks onto the bench Mm mm-hmm uh, so that so it's similarly to how Tom always has his beer. So <laughs> Melia is now the only one who's allowed to have her drink on the table. <laughs> but I am also very clumsy, so I put mine on my seat too. <laughs> Can never be too cautious, guys. You know, it's important life lessons coming no to you from Lisa table. and I. Could be Anna. No drinks on the table. No drinks on the table when you're someone who talks with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we do have some feedback. Mm. Uh, so from Anna, our episode sponsor. Um, she was very happy to hear us talk about rape and violence towards women in times of war. Um, it's very lot of feedback, so um, I'm going to try and cut it down. So she's I actually from Cliff Notes version. Cliff Notes version. <laughs> um, so she's from uh, Colombia, where they're transitioning to a state of peace for the first time since the '60s. Um, so there's still conflict with some other illicit groups. Um, but the, this time of reconciliation has brought forward a lot of women's stories from civilian victims of female violence. Mm. So uh, and female combatants whose um, leaders within their organization kind of, yeah. The whole thing is on Twitter if anybody wants to read it. Mm. Um, also saying um, in regards to the, um, we could talking about the ship and why they uh-huh. couldn't, why they could jump back so easily. Uh-huh. Apparently Cara Hilo and Sh- uh, Sharon left Caprica on a heavy radar, um, which is still a silent ship and needs less than colonial spacecraft. So I think that's sure. what we kind of came to. Yeah. Um, oh, good context. Yep. Uh, and then... Um, Okay, cool. That's fine. That's good. Oh, yeah, Pegasus is a much bigger ship. Um, Can that's... Anna's call sign be like Anna ship knowledge? <laughs> like ship expert? It's actually a lot of information here about Pegasus being like one point. Well, I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot. Um, go on Twitter and read Anna's feedback. It's really good and very comprehensive. And, yes, it can be Anna ship knowledge. Um, ship expert. Ship expert. Um, and then Lisa Lisa mm. also has a lot of feedback too. Um, she's a big fan of Data Dharma. Um, she's actually just catching up on home, the episode. Um, yeah. Can we start calling Adama Senior Papa Adama? I just feel I like think he's we can. like... 
Papa he's becoming much more paternal and um, in touch with his emotions. He and is. I feel like he's becoming like a papa. Yeah, we papa. can call him Papa Adama. <laughs> um, we also had our votes in. Papa for our... Adama also sounds like Pompadums. That's you say great. It, really it works for both. Papadums. <laughs> it's a win win. I love Papadums. 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 Papadama. The MVP for last episode as well is um, six. Mm. So that Represent. was voted 75%. Rate it. It's like a Rate landslide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this, this week we've got a little uh, welcome to the new year treat for you, as in broadcasting date, because we are covering both um, the 11th episode and the 12th episode, um, Resurrection Ship Part 1, Part 2. Um, it's very exciting. These are some, I thought, pretty good episodes. Um, the episodes were both directed by Michael Reimer, and they were written by Ronald D. Moore and Michael Reimer, so that, you know, yes. they've brought out the heavy guns. Mm-hmm. But they also have a story by credit from Anne Cofell Saunders, who you nice. might remember wrote Pegasus. Ah. So there was, you can kind of get, well, I think we get from even having watched Pegasus, you know, not long ago, that there was that sense of, like, plotting mm. and story for this little mid-season arc. Mm. Um, and I thought, it, I thought it came out really well. I thought yeah. it was a really strong series um, of two episodes, and I thought that <laughs> I was laughing at, uh, before we were recording about my note. My first note with my thoughts was good editing, but it was really <laughs> well edited. You know, I think for um, things I don't notice, something that you know, well, often the show can be very straightforward mm-hmm. um, or very very montagey. Yeah, um, and I think they got the right balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was good. I found it slow, but I think maybe that's just because I had settled in for two and I was like, oh, it's going to be so long, mm. you know? So it was probably more my frame of mind than the episode mm-hmm. itself. But mm-hmm. um, no, but they were good. It was solid plot, good endings. Yeah. Bit of kissy action. Yeah, a bit of, bit of uh, yeah, mm. close quarters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, should we get into it? We have heaps to cover and yep. um, I, I have lots of notes. Tell Let's... me to hurry along if at any point you're like, dude, this recap is going longer than the episode. Just move along. <laughs> I haven't written anything for like a few weeks, so I'm like, fresh. <laughs> so, part one. Woo. Previously on, we obviously hear about the Pegasus reintegration into the fleet, which ended with Galactica launching their Vipers because of the Tyrrell and Hilo situation, and Pegasus arming up in retaliation, so everyone was pretty angsty. Things are tense. Things are tense. Mm-hmm. Um, but we begin with Starbuck um, stowing away on the recon mission to explore that large Cylon ship that we yep. heard about in the last episode. Um, you know, it's really the area is just swarming with Cylons, the different types of Cylons. It's like a yeah. hive of activity. I don't understand stealth ships because to me it's like there's obviously a ship. Like how can they not see it? Okay, that's just it's me. It's the Blackbird. Anna, help Lisa. us. Yeah. Ship knowledge. Ship knowledge. Help. We need context. <laughs> I just, I feel like because they made it with love and it was a whole episode plot, <laughs> it's always going to be, it's going to be yeah. a Doe and Machina situation. Okay. Like we're always going to have like the, but the Blackbird, yeah. you know, anyway. Okay. Um, so, sure. you know, so that show, show logic is what I'm understanding. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, show logic. You know, there's all these different ships. There's this one ship that we haven't seen before except in the pictures. Mm-hmm. And it looks almost to me, the design of this looks like a large, like a spider replicated, mm. like multiple kind of um, almost like multiple slides or pieces of paper. Like, you know, the shape of that large ship is quite unlike any other Cylon ship we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was quite interesting. Anyway. Starbuck manages to slip in. She gets some photos with the camera that Apollo uh, snuck her last week. Um, I was just distracted by you trying to eat your biscuit like away from the microphone. <laughs> I was like, why are you, you bending around? I've shattered it. the illusion yet again, yet again. <laughs> what we are good at on this podcast is drinking beer and talking, but mm-hmm. not eating and talking. I think no. that's been established. Well, eating and talking is very rude. Didn't your mother yeah, ever teach true. you that? Uh, I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly always talking. <laughs> With or without food. Um, But no, sorry, I was distracted. Uh, Anyway, she gets some photos. Um, Galactica and Pegasus are still in a bit of a gridlock, I guess, because Galactica's Vipers are, you know, being taunted by Pegasus's pilots. That jerk Pegasus cag is like, Apollo, you're relieved from from duty. Um, Because that's so going to make a difference. He's already in command. Like, mm, like, Yeah, and also like... Dude, it's just that guy being appointed is ridiculous. To he's me. a dick. That yeah, keg. and he's like a civilian. No, no, different person. Different person. No, like you mean the chief that was appointed? Mm-hmm. I mean the CAG oh, for Pegasus, yeah. who's like well, Apollo's they're all boss. dicks. Yes, <laughs> they're all dicks. I actually, 
I actually don't think that the chief from the Pegasus is that bad. I think no. he's just been in, like, as we discover, a pretty awful situation. Yeah. He's just had to make do. But that CAG is a dick. He's a dick. Anyway. Um, you know, everyone's kind of like, let us do something. All the pilots are requesting something, but mm. Adama holds off on saying anything or making any command. Yeah. Um, and then Starbuck is like watching, well, meanwhile, Starbuck is watching the Cylon fleet. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's watching like the strange activity from, you know, the raiders around the large ship, but yeah. she gets interrupted by Apollo who secretly fired off the message after he was relieved from duty. Mm. Um, and she's like, what the hell's going on? Which I assume is because no one else on the recon mission showed up because they were all like, distracted trying to like you know come to a standstill with the galactica yeah so anyway oh yeah apollo just a passenger back here yeah i know (laughs) it's like never trust apollo being like helpful um, with no (laughs) agenda (laughs) don't you know anything Mm -hmm. pegasus cag um anyway then like um pegasus and galactica both pick up like their Draetus picks up a single ship they assume it's a Cylon Raider it's like guys have you not learned anything you have a fucking stealth ship mm-hmm. why would you not at some point like that someone's like I think it's Ty it's like it must be a Cylon Raider and I'm like but 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 why would it be when you have had this and why this would is the exact one? same thing that's yeah. happened before remember like two yeah. episodes ago they were like yeah. oh my god it's a red- oh no it's our ship like come <laughs> on guys Starbuck. oh yeah. she's such a trickster oh yeah. such a trickster mm-hmm. anyway it's yeah it's Starbuck um so everyone realizes it's the Blackbird. They try to work out why Starbuck is like out there in the middle of it. And then Adama seems to be kind of like prompted from this to like, he picks up the phone to Kane. He's like, it's her call whether they stand down. Um, and Kane, Kane seems like she's about to make a decision when she gets the image download from mm. Starbuck of all the um, images of the Cylon ship, even though she was told not to go and get those images. Yeah. Although um, Kane doesn't seem to mind. No. So weirdly. Kane's like immediately impressed despite oh. Starbuck's blatant disregard of the rules. Mm. Not that we expected anything else from Starbuck. Love you, no. B. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you would expect different reaction from Kane. Yeah. Like, I was super I surprised. So. Kane surprised me a lot in both uh, these parts, yeah. I thought. Um, and so, you know, she kind of. Kane is basically like, well, let's recall our Vipers and I want to meet with you. Mm. Um, they agree to meet on Colonial One. And then when they look at the images, Kane, um, Kane is like zooming in and she's like, there you are. And we see that there are mini copies of Cylons on mini that ship. Mini copies. Mini copies you of You don't six. say. <laughs> you know, someone told me that there are mini copies. Mm. I believe we might hear it quite frequently. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Mm. Um, anyway, after the opening credits, Roslyn mediates the meeting. Mediates the meeting, yes. Yeah. On Colonial One. Um, mediates? Kind of. Kind yeah. of. She <laughs> seems to have like very little patience. Yeah. yeah. Well, which um, is fair. But we learned something. I think something interesting that we learn in this is that the death penalty exists in the mm. Colonial Fleet. Yeah. Because um, Kane argues that it's her right to, um, you know, put Tyrrell and Hilo for death because they killed an officer. Yeah. Um, which is something that we have then brought up in part two. That, yeah. Um, Jack reminds the Exo Pegasus Exo reminds his crew about. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I've read some um, some analysis of this um, this episode uh, online and people, like one of the points that was made was, like, technically, like, Kane is within her rights mm-hmm. to ask for that. Um, and, like, from her perspective, like, I think this is a good point and I'm not defending Kane, but, like, we as the audience feel sympathetic and feel like she's making a terrible decision because we know Hilo and Tyrrell yeah, yeah. and we have the backstory. But she doesn't have any of that backstory and she also has a prejudice against Cylons. Yeah. So from her perspective, she's like, they broke the law and, like, one of my men who, you know, as far as I can tell, was, like, within his rights according to the way that they discipline Cylons. Not mm. necessarily I agree with any of that. Um, you yeah. know, that it's, it's a just and acceptable yeah. punishment. I mean... Does she have more due diligence to find out more of the story? But, Do you think I she mean, does any due diligence? No, I think she's yeah. a Barty Crouch. Like, <laughs> yeah. she's just yeah. like anyone. Anyone who, it's like, you're yeah. with yeah, us absolutely. or you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, you're with us or you're actively against us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, um, yeah, she's very all or nothing. But mm-hmm. Rosalind, you know, tries to push for a compromise, which mm-hmm. is like, of course, not going to work with someone who's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And Kane's like, I'm only going to compromise in order to like destroy these ships because yep. that's what I want right now. Yeah. Because we know that her goal is more about hunting and killing Cylons rather than like you know protecting and nurturing the civilian fleet. Yeah. Um. But she admits, you know, she needs Galactica to do it because yep. it's the only other big ship. And so Rosalind's kind of like, well, why don't we agree that we can like let's like put off these like ongoing discussions, um, and like destroy the the Cylon fleet in the meantime. Mm. Um. So they have this kind of uneasy truce, I guess. 
Um, so Kane continuing her weird, I guess, like behavior. Mm-hmm. So she brings Starbuck to her room, and then instead of discipline her, disciplining her, she promotes her to CAG. Yeah, which just it just doesn't like. Uh, there's a few behaviors of characters this episode that just don't fit with me with like what what's been set up. Yeah, with which what is they... interesting given it was written by the showrunners. Yeah, absolutely. Like Kane's behavior, but even like in the next scene, Rosalind's sort of like perspective like they both don't seem fully right to me like Mm. there's elements of it but not anyway and it kind of makes you wonder how Kane rose to power which I guess we learn in the razor yeah Mm. which I will watch at the end of this season yeah Mm. yeah yeah look there is more much more context to Kane if you watch razor and things that there are things smaller things I would say but things that get paid off Mm. um from that are set up in razor then paid off in these two episodes um but I don't think, like, yeah, as you say, like, you don't need to watch it in advance. But I think mm. it does give a few it, – it fills a few of the gaps of yep. her, men, her motivation. Um, yeah, anyway, Apollo gets his flight status removed. Um, oh, wait, then... can we just call out Starbucks' face when she says they'll go to the colonies? It's oh, just yes. amazing. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I actually have a note about this. So, you like, Kane... mean, like, Starbucks' face when? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, Kane agrees to having Apollo in her team and even brings up um, – because, like, yeah, Starbuck, you know, it's like, yeah. well, I want you to revoke, like, have Apollo be able to serve with in my team. Mm. And then, yeah, Kane, of all people, brings up the Caprica thing, which yeah. I guess is our semi-regular Anders reminder. Like, yeah. hey, hey, Anders still exists. Yeah. Hey, don't forget. Look, don't at, you look forget. at Starbuck's face right now. Yeah. Look at that. That's what it's Anders so does. It's so validating, though, because yeah. I'm like, hey, someone actually remembered that, like, there are still people on Caprica. Yeah. But it, it's also completely against her that she would bother going back for them, right? given that she's left, like, people in the uh, yeah. other ships, Anders like, to die. Yeah, I oh, don't you know. mean Kane? Yeah, yeah, Kane, I, yeah. For I, don't, sure. I don't. It doesn't make yes. any sense. She's just trying to get Starbuck on side. That's what I mm. inferred from that. Um, yeah. So you know, it seems like Kane saying that their ultimate goal is mm. to return to the twelve colonies and kick the Cylons out of their homes. Mm. That sounds like a political maneuver. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like it doesn't it doesn't gel with Kane's actions in in like her military actions, which are like pursue relentlessly and mm-hmm. kill Cylons rather yeah. than let's just try and settle and find a home. Yeah. Anyway, um, but Star Wars seems to agree with that goal. Um, and as you say, her eyes light up. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, it, it Someone is Someone nice send us that gif. Yeah. Gif, gif. Gif. I say gif. Gif, yeah. Okay. I think Producer it, Tom confirms. I've seen a meme that's like, it's like how, like the internet, or people, people who say gif, people who say gif. This is a huge can of worms for people who say gif are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it, our official uh, BBBSG fact-checking slash opinion sprouting. (laughs) Producer Tom. Um, Rosalind tells Adama, uh, again, to your point, like things that people say that you wouldn't expect. She's like, well, the conflict with Kane can only end one way. You're going to have to kill her. Yeah. It's very undemocratic. Well, it just, like, (laughs) I I think her intuition and insight didn't surprise me. But what surprised me was her reaction to it. Yeah. Is it just because she's just got this news that, like, she's got not long to live with cancer? And she's like, well, I'm not fucking waiting around for this to resolve itself. Yeah. I'm going to go and, uh, and sort that out myself. But it just seems, like, very unlike her. My, yeah, my only, the only way I could validate it would be that, yeah, she's like more and obviously getting more and more sick and her prognosis is getting worse. And I imagine that we know that she doesn't think too much of Volta Volta as the vice president and she doesn't think much of Kane. Mm. And I imagine that her perspective would be like, there are no other like strong leaders in this fleet and we need to, I need to make sure that um, Adama can lead because, you know, the other options aren't going to ensure our survival or whatever but yeah it's a fairly um uh, pushy recommendation yeah yeah pushy recommendation you know it's it's, it's not like a suggestion it's like what's that what's what do they call it in star wars they're like aggressive negotiations yeah (laughs) it's aggressive it's it's negotiations with a lightsaber yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um oh yeah so we have this scene with coddle um treating sharon so Rest in peace, Donnelly Rhodes. He died. Oh, he died. Yeah. Oh, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So, and he's beautiful in this scene. He's so good in this scene. It's unforgivable. I love that he like he tells. Aww. Yeah. So he tells her the baby should be fine and she has no permanent damage. Um, and then Sharon seems like obviously very mm. understandably traumatized. But Adama points out like they weren't from the Galactica, which Sharon doesn't care about, which is fair. Mm. Um, and then you know Adama kind of promises that. They won't let anything happen to the chief and Tyrrell, uh, Hilo, sorry. And like both Adama and 
Coddle, and I, I swear, mm. Coddle is my favourite B character. Like, yep. every scene he's in, you just do like. Do you think yes. maybe VIP, MVP? Maybe. How do we do just, it? Yeah, yeah maybe MVP. Just, just for like. For many our reasons. Personal interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, he, he tells Sharon, like, as you say, it was unforgivable, and like, Adama takes responsibility. And like, mm. this is like, I don't want to sound like superlative, but like, this is like the dream situation, right? You're. Mm. you're Experience is acknowledged. The responsibility, <laughs> like the if you have had some awful thing happening yeah, to you, yeah, like you, you just this is it like unfortunately so, so far from reality, yeah, right? Like you have like your your situations acknowledged. Yeah, you're told that it wasn't your fault. Yeah, you're told whose responsibility it was, and yeah. they, there's a solution given, and yeah. you listen to. Yeah, like that just does not happen. This no. is why we're watching science fiction. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just hoping for no. a better world. Yeah, this is yeah. not how it goes. Yeah, not it's very it's all. a very woke perspective towards. <laughs> Nobody asked her assault. what she was wearing. Nope, there's nothing <laughs> of that. And I love that like the doctor from the get go is just like it was unforgivable. Yeah, because it bloody was. Yeah, but yeah, I um I thought that was a really great scene, and I. Yeah. I love when this show shows flashes of its like yeah yeah like that it is a very kind of um forward thinking show yeah. in the smallest ways like yeah. even in the smallest because those are the things that build up well that's respect. what's great about ron wars like shows um i say having only seen two of them is that it's feminist without like being in your face feminist mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't have to make a big deal about it. It's mm-hmm. just like in the way that the stories are panned out, it works. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. Actually, I was reading like um, I was reading some a book I was reading over the holiday break. Uh, it's a similar thing where like you know it's a it's a fantasy book, and in this world there's like um, let's say like royal guards and mm-hmm. whatnot, and the royal guards are, like male and female, and then mm-hmm. like there are people of um, senior positions in the government who are male and female and blah blah blah, and any time that happens in the book, there is never anything made of like, but you're a woman. Yeah. And like that in itself, and we've talked about this, I think, with Battlestar as well. Yeah. That That is like impressive. Yeah. Because even so often the writer was saying, you know, this book, like so often in even fantasy worlds, people like, uh, you'll have a central female protagonist mm. and people will question their ability to do their job. And yeah. it's like, why? It's a fucking fantasy. Exactly. Why would there be those kind it of constructs in a world sad. that's not actually real? Exactly. It so, makes me so mad when, when that's the case and people say things, you know, people make comments about it. And the you're gender like, something that actually... A gender yeah. and it's like, yeah, but it's a fantasy world. Like there's yes, no need for this exactly. to happen. It's fantasy. Why would that be carried over? Yeah. And it's when you see these kind of futuristic things and I'm like, that's not my fantasy reality. Yeah. Like, I don't want that to be my fantasy. Yeah, it's called fantasy for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think Battlestar again does a good job of showing like responsibility and um, you know, there's. I don't think. I think there have been very few, if if any, real times when a male character is said to a female character like the whole like, but you're a woman like mm-hmm. argument. You know. <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah. it was a good scene. Um, Pegasus on Pegasus Hilo and Tyrrell wonder what's going to happen to them now that their execution has been postponed Apollo arrives makes a snarky comment then basically just reminds them they're not dead yet but Mm -hmm. there's a delay on the execution so Mm -hmm. that was a scene um, you know, I've noted it to note it. Um, <laughs> Bolter has this like dream Caprica situation where Six is like, "What's wrong?" and he's like, "I've lost interest in this place." Um, and I kind of don't mind this whole thing though, because what it says to me is that this guy who's just mostly been driven by like sexual impulses mm. for like ever is like finally coming to a point where he's like, "Wait a minute!" All it took was a sports analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I yeah. Anyway. <laughs> No, I get you. I, I think that, I guess, the bolter arc of these two episodes mm. is, like, six Gina, like mm. the one on Pegasus, mm-hmm. is pushing him out of his, um, I guess, inner monologue or selfishness, you know, yeah. to, like, actually act for other people rather yeah. than just for himself. Yeah. Um, and it, it seems good to be the first time where it's not her sexually coercing him mm-hmm. into something. In fact, mm-hmm. he kind of ignores head six mm. to a point mm. to actually help the woman in front of him. And I really like that because he's just been sold as like a sex craze, which I'm yes. sure he still is, but like <laughs> maybe slightly less. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Mm. Yeah. So then he, we see him back in the, um, with the Gina version of six um, in the Pegasus Brig. Kane's there too. She's pretty awful to Gina. She talks about her as a thing. She kicks her and spits on her. Um, yeah, and Bolter intervenes. Yeah. Bolter, Bolter kind of, you know, stands up for it and says um, it will hinder his work. But yeah. obviously we know he's just trying to also make sure that yeah. it stops because it's awful behavior. 
Um, so then Cain basically puts to him the request that he can get information around this ship from mm. Gina. Um, I don't understand why she launches on Bolter when Cain yeah, leaves. So then I, I think like, I just wanted it to be dramatic. She leaps up and grabs him by the throat. But why? Like, yeah. I feel like they just wanted an extra piece of drama or something. Yeah, like a jump moment. I don't know So either. that they could put it in the fast forward or yeah, the advertising true. or something. True, true. Yeah, he does let out a delightfully shrill cry, though. Like, he's like, ah! <laughs> like when she, like, leaps at him, he's like, ah! Oh, James Callas, friend of the pod. Delightfully shrill. We love you. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. She just, like, straddles him and chokes him for a minute and then is like, well, I want to die. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it was, yeah, this six is not doing well. I guess no. we get that, you know. Yeah. Um, across from that scene. Um Back on the Galactica, the new chief, um, Laird, your mate, mm. um, is pretty confident that they're going to have everything ready for this, you know, attack. Um, but there's this kind of wonky atmosphere going on in the background that mm. suggests, like, that's probably not true. Um, so Adama asks Callie about his Laird's background, and she tells him that Laird is actually a civilian from this ship called, I think they say Skiller. Um, and Adama asks, like, if she knows how Laird got onto the Pegasus, um, and she kind of says, oh, there's gossip, or yeah, she says scuttlebutt. scuttlebutt. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I just love it. So great. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a good, um, that's a good call sign. Scuttlebutt? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Anna Scuttlebutt. Love it. Um, anyway... She says, you know, there's, there's Scuttlebutt that um, he was a civilian, but something happened to him and he um, became a member of the crew. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, in the, in the usual way of seeing um, something exposition get given to one person <laughs> in one scene and not just give them the exposition, we just have another scene that's only exposition. <laughs> no, um, I love it. Ty has another drinking exposition scene. I love that this Pegasus guy literally show. basically... As far as I can tell, only exists for exposition. Like, right? It's always for. I know. Like... It's so funny. And it's like funny as well because it's like Ty has nothing to do in these two episodes mm. except be like an audience substitute. <laughs> like all he does is be like, let's have a drink. I'll listen to you talk. And then like he doesn't even get to like relay it to Adama. We just like find out that Adama knows. Yeah. You know? So funny. Anyway, like we find out that, you know, um, that the a ship that um, Laird came off was a civilian transport ship that the Pegasus found with some others right after the attack or shortly after the attack. And Admiral Kane um, decided the military ships needed the parts, so they shipped, they stripped, sorry, the civilian ships for them, took all their equipment, their jump drives, um, they left all the people behind. So um, yeah, except for, you know, Kane looked over the passenger list and basically picked out the most like valuable inverted commas civilians to take mm. with them um and force those people to like leave their families mm-hmm. which um is pretty and chilling think, yeah yeah killed some of their families in front yeah, of them yeah they, ridiculous they, yeah, told them their Horrible. families would be shot if yeah. they refused which it, like yeah. maybe you'd just be like sure it's gonna be better than them just dying in space totally. yeah like, exactly well, these are my choices exactly make it fast i suppose like exactly jesus yeah, I even though this scene is pure exposition, mm. I still thought it was quite chilling. Mm, and absolutely. I thought, you know, it was impactful in yeah. setting up the, that backstory with Kane a bit further. And also, even though Rosalind, like, didn't know this, I guess it's like psychic Rosalind vibes. Like, yeah. you know, obviously she's done it to a civilian fleet before. Yeah. She's going to have no qualms in prioritising her own and the military again. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah I think um, Rosalind's uh, intuition here was right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, yeah, so anyway, that was a pretty, pretty chilling scene. Yeah. Um, we have a scene with Starbuck in her new CAG office when Apollo stops by. He's being really, he's really snarky in these two, this episode. He's off kind snarky. of in the second one. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, oh, I've Dean demoted. I'm working for one of my pilots. Even though I feel like he should be stoked that it's Starbuck and not that douchebag from yeah, before. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Like, what else is Starbuck supposed to do? She can't get him promoted. Exactly. At least she, like, gave him, like, managed to keep him on the fly list, you know? What I found really weird about this, like, scene was Starbuck saying something like, there's nothing I, we can do. And yeah. I was like, what do you mean? That is so not a Starbuck attitude to have. But I feel anything. like it was like, we were supposed to infer almost that like by Kane offering her basically like, we'll go back to Caprica. Like mm. Starbuck's like, okay, I can put some things aside to like get my mission. Yeah, I don't know. What I didn't understand in this scene is why Starbuck asked for Apollo's help in planning the op. Like, why would she need it? 
Yeah. I don't understand why she needed it. I thought she was just stoking his ego, but whatever. Probsley. Probsley? <laughs> Probsley. New word. Um, Bolter brings Gina some new clothes because that will fix all her problems. Mm-hmm. It was a nice gesture, though. Mm. Um, and then he sees, like, the scarring on her back and he asks her if she knew of her identity as Asylum when she boarded the ship or if she was, like, the boomer that was yeah. originally on Galactica, if she was a sleeper agent. And Gina says that she knew, which was interesting. Mm. Um you know, she says that she was a soldier and she was expected she expected to be killed and then downloaded into a new body, which confirms our suspicions. Yeah. Um, and which I think has been alluded to pretty heavily previously, but yeah. it's like, I think this is the first time someone's been like, I explicitly will get. Yeah. I think Leoben, the Leoben model threatened Kara about that in season one, Starbuck about that. But anyway, this is like a bit more context. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of says, you know, what happened to her was worse than being killed because yeah. she's just been tortured for months. Um, and Bolter tells her, like, again, like, in, you know, men saying the right things. Like, he's like, what was done to you was evil mm-hmm. and, like, you know, we'll, we'll work things out. But she's like, I just want to die, um, which is very um, anti all the other sixes that we've seen. Like, you know, they're all pro-life in the sense of, like, blah blah we've got like we're a gift from god and no 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 and this mm. one's like i don't even like she's never like she makes the comment about god in the second episode but like she's very just like i'm over this life yeah which um, is fair which is fair um but yeah you know Walter um makes the point that like she's just said she's going to keep downloading so like she'll never die her consciousness will just mm. continue on but she seems to kind of want him to destroy that opportunity and that's where the ship comes in mm. so we find out what that ship um, you know, means. Um, so Bolter tells Kane and Starbuck yeah, that it's a, essentially a resurrection ship. It's used for silence when they're too far away from their home planet, which I guess we assume this all got told from Gina to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the downloading process back to their home planet doesn't work when they're, like, far away from it. Mm-hmm. So they have this ship instead. Um, and it has been travelling with the fleet that's been hunting Galactica. Remember how we learned there was, yeah. like, that fleet trailing Galactica over the last few months? Very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny, tiny, like in um, <laughs> have you seen um, Last Jedi yet? Yeah, like the pace of like the yeah. ship, the, yeah. the chase, <laughs> very, very slowly. <laughs> Cut back, still slow. <laughs> Don't you think though that was that was baffling? Anyway, ah, <laughs> uh, look, it was something. <laughs> we still have we, we need to have we won't talk about it here because spoilers but we probably need to have the, the talk <laughs> a different yes yeah. we do um yeah so Starbuck refers to this idea of the resurrection ship ship as like a safety net and Kane's like oh well I love wiping me out some safety nets so <laughs> they're down for it um anyway back on colonial one Adama sits in my opinion very intimately near Roslyn as mm-hmm. they chat about her cancer it's very tender it is very tender <laughs> Lisa's eyebrows up up again uh-huh. um and he tells her that she was right about Kane because he's obviously learnt this info about what happened to the civilian fleet he also asks why are you so intent on killing Kane and Roslyn's like it put puts your survival on risk at risk mm. which again like as we mentioned before yeah. i think it's because she's like the fleet will need a leader they talk about her getting a new or, body you know, she just... <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's important to her and adama yeah. even makes a joke lisa yeah. this was quite a big moment you know having, yeah. there's a lot of growing intimacy between <laughs> these two but i think it, i for one think it's delightful yes. and i am down for it me too even though i know you ship uh zarek but he's just like on Where's some like Zarek holiday been? island i don't where know is Zarek? Yeah. where is Zarek? yeah like you think this would be like his jam like yeah. there's so much political tension to be sown like between oh. this he, he just, could totally trade off it. Oh, but, he could totally just go over to Kane's yeah. side. But I guess Richard Hatch had, like, other shooting commitments. Probably. <laughs> anyway. Um, in their cell, Tyrrell tells Hilo that he's going to make some changes. He's basically having a some, new year, new you yeah, moment in that, in that cell. time. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Hilo admits that he's had second thoughts about, you know, his own decisions um, and points out the absurdity of his situation, which was quite, yeah. quite good. Somehow this was still a touching moment to yes. me. <laughs> Even though it was, like, kind of ludicrous. Like, yeah. it's always funny when in science fiction or fantasy, like, you have a character say something earnestly that addresses the, like, craziness of it. Like, he's like, I've got a... I'm having... I'm, like, in love with a robot and I'm having a half-robot baby. And you're like, ha yeah, it's crazy. But I was still like, ah, <laughs> You know. Yeah. They're not even, like, very high on my list of, like, favourite characters, but 
I liked this scene. Yeah, I mean, I, I like them better together. Yeah. They're a better together situation. <laughs> That's like the name of their spin-off. It's like Hilo and Tyrrell, better together. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla Squared. Yeah, Vanilla yeah. Squared. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. It's the sequel. Um, <laughs> that, honestly, you I don't think you've ever seen any of um, Caprica, which is like the prequel series to this no, series. No, I haven't. I feel like a spin-off of Hilo and Tyrrell would be better than that show. Sorry, I, listeners who liked Caprica. I thought yeah, it was a garbage fire. Yeah. Um, but, you know. They had one of the chicks from there on um, on RuPaul as a judge. Really? Yeah. And I was like, what? I missed that episode. Yeah, that is in weird. in one of the earlier seasons. Oh, when they were really scraping the barrel in late seasons two and three <laughs> like, when so they're still winning. Caprica. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> it's like, really? Now they're like, we've got Lady Gaga. We've got Ariana Grande. <laughs> exactly. Like, we've really upped it. <laughs> I was like, So funny. What? Yeah, not wow. even Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, like the, the spin-off. The shitty of, spin-off. Wow, that is so funny. <sighs> um, okay, I have to have make an important announcement around this new next scene. So Starbuck and Apollo briefing the mission. Um, the tiny to the models crew. are back, right? I was like, <laughs> who is making the models? I, I like, I had like my note is like, who the fuck is making these models? Could I just point out that they're briefing in a mission, but they've already got the model made. No one's seen this shit before, like, I until, know. like, yesterday. Who is so Do they have someone, like, They have a 3D away? printer, I think. They better. That I is the only so, reasonable explanation. Because remember, I had this thing the first time, the tiny models. So they're like, how do they have models of radars? How is that a I was willing. I know, yeah. And, like, I was willing to overlook it, like, in the past. But then when I'm, like that ship is being briefed in like wouldn't that information be classified like who would they yeah they have to have a video <laughs> print it's the only explanation otherwise they're just anyway i don't feel like we need to brief too much in about the mission because everyone would have watched the second episode of this but essentially they're just going to have the big ships jump in and take out the base stars the stealth ship will come in and display destroy the ftl drive of the resurrection ship so it can't get away and then it can be destroyed by the bigger ships and Good. they're going to distract them with the civilian ships, but that plot was never really like that. Didn't I mean, go it would be easier if we half. had some tiny models right now. I just think I I'd mean, understand it better. <laughs> yeah, look, if anyone wants to give us a gift in the future that's not giving us money for beer, um, tiny models. I'm sure they exist. <laughs> so strange. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. Um, okay, last scene of part one. On the way back to the Pegasus. Um, Kane tells her XO, which is Jack, his name is Jack, um, that she wants a selection of Marines sent to the Galactica with him um, and they need to be completely reliable and loyal, which of course we know what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she's like, stay with the Dharma the whole time and wait for my signal command, which is execute case orange, which is very... I, I read that it was like a um, is in reference to a World War reference, but I would just thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> like it just Agent Orange is hilarious. Yeah, yeah that's what it's in reference to. That was a joke. <laughs> that was sarcasm very much. Of course, it's not funny. <laughs> I think it actually was in relation to that, probably, but which is very serious, and we don't take it lightly. It's no. just the way the conversation it, flowed. It, it took a turn. <laughs> um, but, you know, look, at the same time, Adama makes the same request of Starbuck to assassinate Kane with a way cooler trigger word, downfall. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just think is also, you know, obviously an homage, yeah. but also kind of um, funny. My um, only note yeah. here is shady AF. Yeah. That was like summed up that whole scene. Right? Yeah. My main note here was, ooh, aren't you glad we didn't leave it on this cliffhanger? Yeah. Because <laughs> we have another episode to cover. So yes, we're I am glad. through that. Um, quiet Deeds. Yeah, Quiet Deeds. You liking it? Yeah, it's really good. It's actually really strong though. <laughs> it's 1.7 standard drinks. Oh my gosh. Why is it a juice train? Like, is that a type of beer it's that juicy. I just don't know? Oh, it's juicy. Does it have juice in it? No, I don't think that's how beer Quiet Deeds is a Melbourne-based brewery, proudly independent and founded by Pat and Dave. Have you ever Aww. heard a more Australian like blurb than that? <laughs> well, it's just Pat and Dave's beer, mate. <laughs> they should have put Kid A at the front. That yeah. would have been really Australian. Okay, part two. Let's do it. I'm not going to recap the recap section because obviously we just watched it. Yeah. Um, we pick back up with... Wet and shirtless! Wet and shirtless! Ah! Round two, Apollo floating in a lake. Wearing Oakley goggles. Lol at the fact that Oakley dates this show so much. <laughs> and again, I'm pretty sure this scene was just because Jamie Bamber loves being shirtless. I'm pretty sure. And wet. Yeah. Yeah. Shirtless. So much shirtlessness and wetness. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's just floating in space. It was an illusion. It was, it was a dream. Yeah. Which, like... Yeah, anyway, we can talk about this later. 
continue. Well, then we jump back to 48 hours earlier Mm -hmm. um, and we pick up right after the last scene left off of part one where she shares, you know, with Apollo that she's got this fracked up thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But, of course, she's still going to do it. And she asks him for backup. He agrees. There's a very charged discussion between them, which I guess is nothing new. Um, But I feel like it was to set up that this is a serious episode with important themes. (laughs) You know, I have those in capitals because I felt like (laughs) that's what the show wanted me to infer. Um, anyway, back in the Vanilla Squared cell, um, Hilo, Square. <laughs> yeah, Hilo and Tyrrell are visited by those jerks from the Pegasus oh, who want to have some argy bargy with Goodness them. Goodness me. Yeah, so Argy is a great phrase. Argy bargy is a great phrase. That's, that could be a call sign too. Argy bargy. We've just got too many. I know. Sometimes we have none. Sometimes we have too many. Maybe it's, it's time you had a call sign. <laughs> yes. I think your call sign's argy-bargy. I think my my call sign should be serious and important in capitals. But <laughs> I think I'm that kidding. should just be our episode title. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I already had an earmarked shirtless Adama party for the title of this episode. <laughs> but we can definitely also have that. <laughs> Maybe a serious and important, an important Adama party. Shirt, shirtless Adama party. <laughs> yeah. In all the capitals. Yeah. Like a shirt, uh, serious capitals and important capitals shirtless the dumb party anyway um yeah back in the cell there's some argy bargy tyrell baits them which is a stupid idea if you're all the prisoner and they're corrupt <laughs> but you know it looks like they're going to have more than a fist fight i think because, sometimes um, men just make stupid decisions yeah not come at me bro things, but like, <laughs> come on come at me bro did not work well in this sense because <laughs> they decide to beat them with soap towels um there's a terminology for that but i've forgotten um, like a military torture thing, I think. There's something about guts. Guts? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it looks really Testosterone. Unpleasant. There was a lot of testosterone. It was kind of homoerotic, I thought. <laughs> um, no, not, not like a, not like it was like a loved up situation, but there was, a, it was very charged. Maybe they're situation. setting things up for Hilo and, um, and Tyrell to be a couple. Oh. I just love shipping those same sex characters. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the alternate they come Twilight back ending. And he picks up he picks up the like phone at the end of this episode to Sharon, but what we don't see is he's like, I'm breaking up with you. I'm in love with this chief. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like the Twilight alternate ending with Edward and Jacob who are like screw Bella. It's just <laughs> the same. Not literally. <laughs> no, no, none of that. Not until marriage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um anyway. There, it's about it's getting very nasty, but thank frack someone on the Pegasus has a brain because Jack shows up and is like, you guys are morons mm-hmm. to the Correct. officers. He's like, you know, they're still military officers. There's penalties for this kind of assault. So he gets rid of him, even if um, Jack is obviously still a bit of a jerk because his idea of he rape said, is still very yeah, limited. He can't wait rape a machine. Yep. Um, anyway. Uh, he didn't. He did more than exposition, though, in that mm. scene. So mm. I guess that was a uh, upgrade. Um, Kane invites Starbuck in for a drink at her quarters. So much bonding time. Oh, so much bonding over Ty's alcoholism. Yeah, um, while and, drinking. Well, yeah, I know. And she flatters Kane. Flatters Starbuck. She flatters the Dharma. You know, she even. Uh, yeah, she kind of seems like she's sharing more of herself, but is then like, you know, terrible things have to be done, which is like her life motto. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asks Starbuck to promise that she won't flinch, which I. I guess in the context of this scene is supposed to be her referring to the mission, mm-hmm. but I just feel like the show wanted to be like, remember Starbuck has to kill her. That's going to be hard. Mm, I yeah. Don't know. I don't know. There's a bit of sexual tension between them as I well. I reckon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Apollo just visits. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So much, so much sexual tension. Um, Apollo visits Papa Adama on mm-hmm. the Galactica and tells him that he knows Papa about Dom. the mission. Papa Adama. <laughs> Um, neither Adama back down on their perspective. Adama Senior, Papa Adama, even invokes uh, <laughs> I just like it. <laughs> invokes the president's opinion towards the assassination. So he's yep. basically like, well, the president backs me up, so obviously I'm right. <laughs> um, and, you know, Adama Jr. And she's is never like, made a stupid decision. Never. Ever. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but we know that Apollo tends to agree with the president. So, you mm. know, he's like, well, f- fine. Um, the resurrection ship mission kicks off. Um, we see Starbuck and Jack kind of stealing themselves for what's going to happen. And we see second shirtless Adama um, looking at his yeah. frack off scar. And then yeah. he's like, maybe I'll invite in that, that one that did this to me for a chat. Yes, let's talk about it. Shirtless Adama party, except yeah. 
well, he put a shirt on. He put a shirt on. He put a shirt on for Sharon. Yeah. Shirt on for Sharon. (laughs) Hashtag. Shirts for Sharon. (laughs) Um, And he asked her, and seriously, why has no one asked this of Sharon or another Cylon before? (laughs) Why the Cylons hate them so much? I'm like, surely someone's asked them. But I mean, also... Or did they just assume? Well, I mean, I would assume. Like, like, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that they hate them. Yeah. But it's like... Do do you even like? Do you have to ask? Well, I mean, yeah, I, it's a weird question. <laughs> yeah, um, it is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I feel like her answer is fair. Like she referenced his own speech. He's yeah, like, oh, I know. It. He's like, damn, shouldn't have said that. Oh, mm-hmm. I knew I shouldn't have like made those rewrites. But yeah, she's basically like, well, mate, humanity's a flawed race. So yeah. you've never asked yourself if you should survive, and now you do. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Did we actually see Adama's speech in the miniseries? Yeah. His speech? The weather so yeah. say we all speech. Yeah. So say we all speech. Wasn't that after the attacks? Oh, she I means the see... one when it was being decommissioned, oh, but okay. I can't remember if we saw that speech. I think we did. But I, think I think we would have. Like I don't think they referenced in it the if... first half of the miniseries. That's a long like time it, ago. Yeah. That's a lot of like years a long ago. Time ago. That was like over a year ago, almost a year ago. I think we only started doing this last year. Yeah, yeah. But we oh we didn't start in January. Yeah, okay, coming up to a year. Yeah, I wonder what our anniversary is. Yeah, we'll have to work it out. Yeah, Tom's looking it Tom's up right now. Um, so the resurrection ship is like the attack is going off on well. Mm-hmm. Um, the supporting base stars are all getting. Just attacked. tell us. Just tell us. We can't count. We've been doing it for eight months. Oh, okay. Yeah, but oh. what, when's our anniversary? Round I'll put it in then. the calendar. Right now. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So they take out the base stars. Apollo takes out the FTL drive. But then the Blackbird is blown out of the way. So I'm guessing this will circle back to. Yeah. And so this is what I hated because I think that could have been really exciting if it had been like a surprise. But yeah. because they'd done this thing before, you're like, oh, he's gonna float in space. Like he's not dead. Yeah. Like I don't know. It just kind of ruined the whole thing for me. Yeah. They've done very similar things before, and I think it kind of lessened the tension. Mm. At any point in this episode. Did you actually think that um, Adama Jr. wouldn't make it? Nah, nah. You were just I like, wish nah. that to be the case. <laughs> but well, I didn't you were think it would actually happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, anyway, he's like out in space. Details Adama Senior, Papa Dama. He's basically like, well, why don't you see if there's any way that my son could have survived? Because you know he's got a vested interest. Um, and that's, I guess, a bit of a cliffhanger at that point. Mm. Um, Starbuck doesn't know that that's happened, so she just keeps keeps on keeping on. Um, the Vipers are launched. Jack asks his squadron to take the post on the CIC, where everyone's just kind of, like, absorbed with the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, the next shot is that one of Apollo from the beginning, floating on his chair. Um, he's losing oxygen. We have seen a very similar thing before. Yeah, so. and he also seems to just, like, not want to live. Yeah, and you know what? The thing is, in the background, I mean, he has a very good view of the battle. Mm. Um, but I think, like, the battle in this episode is actually probably one of the most impressive space battles we've seen on the show yet. Mm. But I feel like the intercutting between what's going on with Apollo distracted from the spectacle of that. Yeah. And I didn't like that that much. Nah. I mean, it would be a pretty cool way to go. You're like, cool, yeah, they're mm, winning. Wow. They blew up that ship and oh, now I'm gone. Yeah. Like, he's definitely, like, suicidal. He is, yeah, he's, he's not 100%. Mm. Um, <laughs> Understatement of the podcast. <laughs> um, so the, there's, like, a hit to the Pegasus that causes, like, you know, a momentary kind of shudder on the ship. Mm. Um, and Bolter and Six, or Gina, um, start to kind of, like, it seems to alert them to the fact that the attack is in process. Mm. Um, and Head Six, who I'm pretty sure last episode, or the one before these two, was told not to go into the room. Remember how Bolter was like, I don't yeah. want you to see this? Well, she's she's back now. And super jealous. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it was like a plot hole or they were just like wanted to have him decide between the two. Yeah. But she's like, thousands of silence are going to die in this attack. And Bolter's just like, will you forgive us? Like, well, will God forgive us? Um, and then um, Gina says that God will forgive them all. But Head Six rejects that, which mm. is interesting to have. Again, like... I feel like Gina is very at odds with all the other sixes that we've mm. seen. Obviously, because she's had a traumatic experience yeah, in her absolutely. on the uh, on the Pegasus, but Changes also her those. perspective. Yeah, very different. Yeah. Um, and then Bolter kind of talks to both of them, and he like he parrots Six's conversation about sports to him to Gina, which then is I like, didn't know what to make of this. Yeah, because it was like there's been no like there's been no 
uh, like she hasn't said that she remembers him at all from Mm-mm. from um, Caprica. Mm-mm. So to me, that was really bizarre. Cause it was yeah, like, and he already told her he loved another model of the six. Yeah, like in the Pegasus episode. Remember yeah. how when he was like comforting her, he was telling yeah. her. So it's like I don't understand. Like that he he doesn't need to let her know he loves another model of the six. I don't know if yeah he as you say he was testing almost like how long back the memory the shared memory goes in case like maybe she was one of the ones that was. Like he thought she was the version of Caprica, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand what was inferred. Yeah, I didn't understand either. But it seems like she responded to that, so maybe yeah. she does remember. Yeah, I don't know something. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. just I don't know. Well, yeah. Then we have we go back to the the sad Apollo um, pl- plot where yeah. D tries to make contact with Apollo, but he either can't hear her or doesn't care. Um, I think he doesn't he care. Just takes the yeah, he takes like the hand off the leak in his suit and he's like slipping in and out of consciousness um it's unfortunately quite funny the shot of him in the lake i just didn't get that metaphor like no. i got it i got it like oh i feel like i'm drowning and blah, i don't care anymore about anything but i was also like nah mm. it's just an excuse to get him without his shirt on again. <laughs> yeah jamie bamba has like a contractual agreement i'm sure it's he's like, like i must every- be shirtless every four episodes or less <laughs> <laughs> like that's a non-negotiable i don't need back end i don't need producing credit but i do expect to be shirtless on the reg and they're like fine <laughs> that's all i want i put a lot of effort yeah. into this potty and i want it to be on the scene I i'm not very tall i need this guys i need this <laughs> sorry jamie bamba we do like you but we we've seen enough <laughs> of your sh- we've seen enough of your shirtless chest we do like you but <laughs> But, um, yeah, he just does this, like, weird, like, apology to Starbuck and then he slips out of consciousness. Um, Anyway, the resurrection ship gets destroyed, um, but it's cut between shots of Apollo now without his glasses. Yeah. I don't understand when he took the glasses off when he was wallowing in the lake. Cause Maybe he, like, Oakley only to... paid for a certain amount of yeah, screen true. time. Yeah, true. They were like, oh, yep, that's enough now. Yeah. I don't know if it was supposed to be part of the metaphor, if it was actually just, like, a continuity error. Yeah, <laughs> But probably. anyway, he doesn't have the glasses anymore. It would probably look weird him falling in the, into the water with sunglasses yeah. on. Yeah, true. Mm. Um, but yeah, just as it seems like he's going to die, a ship light flashes in his face. Would you say that he was resurrected? Ooh, there's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely uh, something about that in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> oh, um, the thing, though, about the intercutting of this scene with the other that annoyed me is that I feel like it distracted from, like, the awesome and kind of horrifying destruction of the resurrection yeah, ship. Because that crazy. is a huge moment. That's, like, the biggest victory that they've had Absolutely in this fight. Is. But it was also kind of horrifying to see all those mini copies, mm. like, floating out into space, you know? Like, there is actually a, a real cost to this. Yeah. But I felt like by intercutting it with the stuff, you know, with Apollo, I was kind of like, what, kinda what's the weight? Yeah. yeah, what are you trying? to prioritize here yeah anyway um but yeah on, on pegasus um they report on the cic that the ship has been destroyed kane is like super jubilant you know then she's like oh shit i gotta remember to assassinate that guy so she's like you know get you know oh no i'm jumping ahead sorry anyway uh, meanwhile gina finds somehow knows that the ship has been destroyed i don't know if that's like cylon you know back channels or yeah. something but she's like the ship she's like I, I need to die and tells Bolter that mm. the ship has been destroyed. Um, and and we also see Racetrack, who may I, can I just say, I think I've said this before, but Ray, Racetrack is like one of the true unsung heroes of Galactica. She's always doing things. Yeah. She's like always just in the background, hustling, getting yeah. it done. So Racetrack picks up Lee, uh, Apollo, and pumps him back to life. Yep. May, may or may not have resurrected him. May or may not have. <laughs> Um, and uh, Papa Adama congratulates his team as Jack is like, oh, well, better get ready to kill ya. Yeah. Um, Gina, yeah. yeah. Bananas. 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 <laughs> like, the fact that both of those people were like, this is a stupid fracking idea. Yeah. And But we're, like, just going to do it anyway. But, yeah, it's like, got to do what I got to do. Better judgment yeah. is bananas. That's all I have written is, like, <laughs> bananas. Just yep. several times bananas. <laughs> Military conditioning, yo. <laughs> um, yeah, so then there's all these, like, intercut scenes where, like, Gina tells Bolter she's ready to die. Starbuck and Jack come close to assassinating their respective targets, but then Adama decides to pull back on his decision. And Kane seems to guess at, at it. Like, mm. did you feel like when Starbuck put the phone down that Kane kind of, like, was sus on it? Like, mm. knew that there had been... Because she says to Adama, like, I think that was a very good idea. Yeah. Like, I feel like Kane would be like, there was yeah. something going on there. I feel like potentially, yes, but I don't know. It's mm. hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Mm. And then she calls her XO. Jack picks up. 
there's kind of the same thing where she mm. congratulates him but then doesn't say anything further. Yeah. Um, but Bolter and Gina break her out of the cell. Shady Bolter. Shady Bolter. This is like the ballsiest thing he's done for not himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is saying something. Yeah. She asks him to shoot her, which she can't do, and he tells her to take justice. Mm. Um and gives her, like, puts the gun kind of back in her hands. And um, he offers her a safe place to stay. Um, but she seems you to turn him down. me in my bed. <laughs> yeah. And then... He, he wouldn't have to look like he's having sex with the air I know. Anymore. It would be... I, it would actually solve a lot of problems for him if you think about <laughs> it. So maybe this was all actually quite tactical on his part. <laughs> we'll soon <laughs> it see. It was a long con. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, Gina doesn't, doesn't uh, go straight to Bolter. She goes straight to Kane and mm. shoots that bitch. Uh, I can't say I'm upset. <laughs> like it made me feel like a real like you know how in Harry Potter Hermione was like always advocating for their house like mm-hmm. for the house elves what was it spew yeah, yeah spew and like and like everybody always is you know going on at her about it and then in the end it's like them having a relationship with creature was like one of the reasons mm. why he didn't rat them out mm. but it's also the reason why Sirius you know spoiler alert died because mm. cre- he had been so mean to creature mm. and so it's like this whole idea of like whether or not you think someone is subhuman like the way you treat yeah. them is important and so yeah. I felt like it was a real like I put it I wrote it's a creature moment yeah mm. yeah I agree like it comes and even the language like you know that um, Gina uses to Kane before mm. she kills her. It's like, you know, you like by dehumanizing Gina, like mm. they made, they, like she sealed her fate. Yeah. You know, Kane really like, because yeah. at the end of the day, had that not happened, she probably would have just gotten off the ship mm. and not gone yeah. for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, you know, Gina kills Kane, which I thought was kind of a nice, um, it was a much better ending in my opinion, even though mm. it was a lot neater, I guess, mm. than having like Adama or Kane kill the yeah. other. Oh, we hardly knew you. Yeah, well, you know, go watch Razor and then yeah. you know a bit more. But um, no, it's a fitting, a fitting kind of end to this arc. Mm. Um, and then at Kane's um, funeral, Jack praises Kane for her service, as does Starbuck in a very heartfelt speech. I thought, and it's so bizarre because she was about to shoot her. Yeah. I mean, we know she was conflicted about it, but... And yeah. then she said, we're going to be worse off without her. And then Adama just looked really sad. Yeah. I was like, oh, Adama. Hmm. Oh, she found another parental figure. Yeah. And yeah. now she's dead. You're not a single parent anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, actually you are. But yeah, for a minute you weren't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you think that this will change Starbucks' perspectives or tactics moving forward? Like, I, I felt know. like she learned from Kane. Also, like, she says that she agreed with Kane's beliefs to a point. Yeah, she know? just believed that they should go back to Caprica. Yeah. <laughs> she took what she wanted to take from it. Exactly. Yeah. But I just thought it was a bit, bit bizarre. I thought it was interesting how her, um, how Jack was like, nothing was more important to her than her ship. It was like mm. a weirdly, mm. like, it was like one of those, like, things that's a compliment, but not really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, when you say something about someone that, like, it seems nice, but you really only say it because there's not nothing else you can say about yeah, them exactly. that's nice. You know, it's like if someone's like, um, I don't know, like not very smart, and you're like, oh, but they're just not academic or something. Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. like, they're just smart in other ways. Um, Which is yeah. often true, but yeah, I yeah. get what you're saying. It's you like, know what I mean? Yeah. When people say it and they don't say it to actually just compliment someone. No. Um, and we also find out that Jack is now going to be taking over command of the Pegasus. So, but he's not taking over as an admiral. No, no, just command of the ship. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he'll be doing that in the interim, I guess. Um, and then we have a scene after the funeral where Apollo, um, still thinking about drowning, um, gets interrupted by Starbuck. And she is, you know, I think she's quite um, kind to him, I guess. Like, mm. she asks if he's okay and he apologises for, you know, breaking his word to her um, and admits that he didn't really want to make it back alive. Mm. Um, which, you know, I guess has been the most overt admission of, like, mental health issues we've had in this show so far. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? And then, you know, it seems like his admission kind of shocks Starbuck. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think, like, we're just going to have, like, depressed Apollo for the rest of this? Or Yeah, I don't know, man. Mm. Maybe. Like, I don't know. He's already really annoying. Mm. I don't know how he's going to be. <laughs> You're not a fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where this goes. Also interesting because we have the shot of D-listing in. Yeah. What did you think of that? Yeah, um, look, Dee and Apollo, that's inevitable, isn't it? Mm. Oh, we've seen the chemistry. God, Billy <laughs> we did see satisfying her. No, we did see that um, boxing fight, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was just interesting, like, interestingly laid out to have like Apollo and Starbuck in there having this 
talk and then mm. you kind of come out of the room to see D like standing outside. It's yeah, it's interesting. Mm. Um, but we will see. And then we see Hilo and Tyrrell allowed back on the Galactica because, mm-hmm. of course, now that Adama's back in charge, there are zero repercussions. Yep. Um, Yay. Yeah. And they come to Sharon in the brig, who's really happy to see Hilo. She just, like, weirdly laughs on the phone. Yeah, I think she's just, like, that relieved thing where you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Like, Except it went on I a little it. too long. Like, at the beginning, it was <laughs> just, like, cut away. Cut away, like, cut oh, away. no, yeah, it's like the good editing except that one bit where they should yeah. have cut it sooner. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, cut, cut, cut. But it feels like it was supposed to be, like, a turning point in mm. Hilo and her relationship and also for Tyrrell, who kind of, like, turns away, gets yeah. the fuck out new of year, there. New Year, New Year. Yeah. yeah, New Year, New Him. <laughs> and then um, final scene, Rosalind and Billy discuss how that Cylon got off Pegasus undetected. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Gina's obviously gone escaped yeah. yeah i don't know if she put herself out the airlock or like what's happened to her but i guess we're going to find out mm-hmm. um maybe she'll like maybe she has the same tactic that um uh what's her name just from a few episodes ago deanna oh, has yeah, and yeah. she's just like go to somehow show back up in the fleet and be like watching movies together yeah um but <laughs> we will see um and rosalind's really happy that adama didn't have to do what she advised and she promotes adama to admirable which can we just say why didn't she just do that at the beginning? What's so funny? Yeah. Just me being angry it's quickly. Ah, oh, well, eh, he's admirable and he's now admiral. <laughs> I, can I didn't even that. hear that. I yeah. heard admiral. Thanks, gal. Um, yeah, what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, just like if she could have made him admiral before, like why didn't she do it? Yeah. 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 That is such <laughs> a good I point. Saw, why didn't like... she just like overrule... Um, Kane in the beginning you? and was like well nice to see that you're back here and you've survived but he's the admiral here yeah like yeah exactly like why didn't they just like pre like do that before well remember she she's really bad at she's really bad at military yeah, remember yeah. how she said she doesn't know but military like, jargon yeah exactly she didn't but, know there was an admiral till no, no, no. like Kane showed up which is totally fair but like if, if Adama knew it surely he could have like preempted that mm. you know like mm. I don't know I was just like so what you're saying is that you have the power to do this and, and you didn't, didn't do, do it, it before. <laughs> yeah. Some of this conflict could have been avoided. But sure, you know. Surely it could have. Oh. Yeah. Then he gives her a little peck. Kissy, kissy. Little kiss. I can't tell if smile. it tipped into weird or not. I really can't tell. If like, it's what? I can't tell if it tipped into weird or not. I don't know. His smile is like the cutest yeah. thing ever. Like, Apparently that was improvised, by the way. The kiss? Yeah. Oh. That's so her like shock is like genuine. Oh. Yeah. Everything's almost just like mm, I want some. Going for it's it. Like, it's like, yeah. is it something with the Adamas where they keep improvising oh, kisses? Yeah. Um, anyway, take what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I like what the actors are doing. I don't know if I want to see it go into a relationship, but I like, I like both those actors. I'm pretty sure they go into a relationship, don't they? Because like I, I feel like one of the you. I know, but I feel like one of the only spoils I've got is just like a lot of intimate photos of them. So they're <laughs> either shipped super hard or like yeah. in a relationship. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we'll see. But we will see. His smile is the cutest. Thing. It's very cute. Like his they smile look, because he's so rare to see after. him smile. I know, and, and so, so when he does like, it's really so fulfilling. Much. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's like we're so deprived of it most of the time. Like when we get it. Smile. He does have a lovely smile. They're definitely not his real teeth. <laughs> like, people don't have teeth that perfect at that age. That's definitely my strategy. I'm just like, I'm just going to be rich enough to like get some new teeth. My teeth. <laughs> Upgrade my teeth. Dentistry is expensive, y'all. This like, is true. ridiculous. This is true. Life lessons from Lisa. <laughs> Um, and that's the end of the, that bumper double episode. That's a lot. Yeah, it was a whole lot. Um, do we want to talk about themes? We will briefly talk about themes. I feel yeah. like we've been here for a while. Um, <laughs> and I've lost my... Um, I'm like, wow, this is exhausting. I remember. I know. Like it's like a a we're running a marathon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but amazing. yeah, well, the themes that I had down was whether like the idea of like um, acceptable sacrifice, yeah. like whether what Kane oh, did I was mean, or it's... wasn't okay. It's like the trolley problem. Have you been watching The Good Place? Ah, uh, no. Oh, it's yeah. so good. I heard good things. Yeah, yeah. Kristen Fowle, great. Um, yeah, so um, it's kind of like the trolley problem. Like, is it worth sacrificing a few to save them more? But I mean, I guess, I don't know. I feel I feel like what Kane did is not acceptable, even mm. in war, especially given that um, they're not going to beat the Cylons. Mm. That one ship was never going to beat the Cylons. And so surely all you can do if you think you're the only people there is save as many people as you can. Mm. So Kane's and, and yeah, I don't think what she did was acceptable. No. Um, with I don't think, ship. yeah, I don't think from a, um, 
I understand from a military perspective why she has the logic she has, but mm. I don't think from a as a human and as yeah. like someone in a wider society. <laughs> don't tell me you think she's a silent one too. No. <laughs> okay. no, but come on. She yeah. doesn't seem to have a heart. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, uh, one thing that we had talked about a bit earlier mm. is like this conflict between like Kane's kind of more more um aggressive fight you know urge to fight the Cylons versus like Rosalind and Dharma's commitment to maintaining civil society yeah absolutely and I think that I think that the point that's raised in this episode kind of a few times because hmm. they like to beat us over the head with things um is like are we worthy of survival if hmm. we do these things hmm. um which I think is yeah I mean the blindly following authority is just crazy to me yeah um like your jam it's not my jam no it's just ridiculous like just the fact you know something is wrong and just will go through it anyway it's just Mm. bananas to Mm. me but i'm like the anti-authority person so i'm like the worst person to talk to about that stuff (laughs) so i'm like what do you mean hierarchy i I don't understand i don't understand (laughs) no what is it in um uh, arrested development i don't understand the question and i won't respond to it <laughs> arrested development is so good so good there's never not a good situation to reference arrested development oh. in. <laughs> um yeah well cool i think we've had enough time we don't need to keep talking about things we do not need to it's but been i've a got long frack counts time. and i've got cylon counts great there are a lot there are a lot of facts to give in this episode. There were seven in part one yeah. and six in part two. Wow. But there were also lots of variations. Fracked, fracking, mm-hmm. you frack was used as mm. a term for healing. They're getting creative They're with getting it. They're getting creative. Um, and there were the same amount of Cylons, and I'm not counting the mini copies that like came out of the chip. Are there um, many copies? I think there are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been referenced very subtly and rarely, but you know. <laughs> um yeah, and I think we agreed on Coddle being our MVP for part one. Slash and I feel like Donnelly Rhodes rip. Yeah, yeah, mm. defo. And then I think part two has to go to Papa Adama's smile. Or Shirtless yeah. Papa Adama, one yeah. of the two. Shirtless Adama party. The best kind of party. Not really. <laughs> kind of a weird party. Not the party you're sure you wanted, but the party this you got. A massive in this scar episode. down the middle of his face. <laughs> um, yes, and thank you very much. What did we decide on for Anna's call sign? Oh, we've got a lot. Scuttlebutt. 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 Did we decide on Scuttlebutt? Okay, cool. Anna Scuttlebutt. Oh, the yeah, North ship, expert. ship expert. Her official type, uh, her official call sign is Scuttlebutt, but unofficial one is ship expert. Well, I just think that well, she like is our go-to ship She's expert. She's our go-to ship expert. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not off the hook, Anna. We're now going to like call on you whenever we're like, we didn't understand this. Um, so watch out. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, next episode in a fortnight, we're going to cover episode 13, which is called Epiphanies. And in the meantime, Ooh. you can follow us on Twitter um, or you can email us at BeersBeatsBSG or Lisa, I believe we have some new ways to engage. Well, look, we just had a lot of new listeners, but it hasn't been necessarily on Twitter. So we thought we'd try a Facebook group and see how that goes. So we have a Facebook group, um, which I think the group is bbbsg podcast is like the handle of it mm-hmm. um and then also you can sponsor us for beer as anna did today and we'll yes. give you a call sign so that's on our co-fee page which is linked in the podcast so you should Yay. be able to find that but yeah we love you like sponsoring five, us our yeah, beer it's we great we do we love it not just because it enables our beer drinking habits yeah. but also because um Yep, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's input. <laughs> um, but also because uh, we love giving call signs. Yes. So it's it's so much more fun when we've got call signs to give yeah. instead of instead of me Totes. getting a million. All right, guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye.